All right. Oh, man. Well, let's get to it on this episode with everybody. Thank y'all for joining us. Me, Tony the Kid. This episode is called, well, sorry, forgot. Reject Rundown Podcast, as always. Let's talk about it. This episode is titled Volcano Cake. Today's topics will erupt like a delicious prehistoric cake. Prehistoric. Hey. Sorry, close. <laughs> like a prehistoric <laughs> cake that's filled with tasty ice cream, lava leaving your stomach dinofied. <laughs> dinofied. That's what you meant to be like. Huh? Okay, I got you. That's what you meant to put as. Okay, not bad. I like saying satisfied. Satisfaction. Well, I think in those days, dinosaurs were saying, I'm not satisfied. They were like, I'm not dinofied, man. You're dinofied? No, I'm not dinofied. <laughs> Trademark that word, Dino 5. Dino 5, very good. <laughs> That's so true. All right, well, we'll leave it at that. That's dope. Thank you for uh, writing that out for us. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you're right, exactly. Well, everybody, on this episode, we got topics to discuss. The first thing's on the board that's very interesting, to say the least, is Brandon Roth is looking into a Kingdom Come series. Now, that is dope. Let's put it this way. I was a big fan to Brandon Roth reprising his Superman particular role, but in the whole Christ, if I'm not mistaken, it was Crisis on Infinity Earths or something like that or whatever on the big crossover for CW. And he was returning as, you know, and bringing out the Kingdom Come Superman. So I said, that was fantastic. Cool to see. As I watched the series, it was even cooler to see him reprise that role. So, oh man, RJ, what do you think about that? He looks badass in the suit. It's a I dope like, suit. Yeah. It was a, it's one of my favorite suits as a Superman. Okay? Definitely. We'll keep going. Yeah, you finally could have that old school Superman theme song, you know, the one that they used to play back in the day for mm -hmm. Superman. It fits him so good. I don't know why. It's like, I guess because he, you know, that, that song him because he played the character in the movies. And right. this Superman, of course, he lost his wife, you know, so Lois is not there anymore. So this is a, a Superman without a family. And um, it would be interesting to see what villains are introduced in the series if they do it. You know, I'm like, I, I'm down for this type of series with Brandon Ross because he, uh, I feel like this is the guy, the superhero form. Like, of course, he's good as uh, a awesome. I think this is uh, what we need is an HBO series of him playing Superman. Yes, yes, I agree with that. What now? Would you want to put it on HBO Max or would you put it on CW? Keep it away from CW. Keep it put with it CW. No, no, keep them away from CW. Oh, keep them away from CW. Okay, so you want it on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, I want something to be on HBO Max because I want this series to uh, not overshadow the CW Superman Lois series. Got you. Okay, not bad. I would, uh, I would have to chime in on that, and I would have to agree with you there, even though you didn't ask me. So that sucks. But, you know, I would definitely agree with you on that, uh, old man RJ. Why? Because I particularly feel that HBO Max the range on what he wants to use in the series is wide open particularly with DC and HBO having so much you know content on there all right and he doesn't necessarily have to have a crossover 
it really it's not needed okay but this could definitely bring out maybe the gorific type of scenes when it comes to his fighting um and a little bit more let's say bloodshed when it comes to possible people dying that he cannot save in that sense um, the storyline itself to where how Lois probably passed away, which I don't think he explained it um, in in the crossover event. But it could definitely open up that window where maybe it's traumatizing for him. You know, maybe it was a big, a big impact to the point where it affects his judgment and how he becomes a better hero, you know, and I like it. I really do like this idea, and especially with Brandon Roth um, reprising the role. I think he's uh-huh. it suits him better. I don't think he was necessarily meant to become a a, uh, a what's it called a, a Superman in Superman Returns. I don't think that was his role. It wasn't meant for him. All right, we all know the unsuccessfulness that came out of that movie, but. I feel like he was meant to particularly play this kingdom come Superman. You know, maybe a lot of fans want him to be a little bit bulker, but again, right now at this point where his body size, he's still tall. He still has some shoulders. And at that, the way they developed the new costumes, it, they can, you know, kind of make it a little padding, right. And make it Mm -hmm. seem like that. And it fits well. I I don't know. I really am ecstatic for this. And I really do hope that this does happen for for Brandon Roth. And I know know Alex the One is going to be all over me in in the sense of saying, why you're you're now switching over to Superman. Listen, listen, listen. I ain't all about Superman. He ain't my favorite character. But after watching Man of Steel... As I always said before, I started to kind of fan favorite, and I'm giving him a little bit of props in this particular aspect, okay? But Brandon Roth is Kingdom Come Superman. That's a dope pick. Definitely want to see a series, and I definitely love the fact that it comes on HBO Max. Love that idea. What else do you have for me? Oh, All man. right, so I'm going to ask you a few things, uh, and I'm going to chime off of what you said, too, because I like the fact that, you know, with Lois having to have passed away, he would need a new love interest. And to uh-huh. me, it would be crazy. It would be more interesting to bring back the girl from Smallville as Lana Lane. Just because he does hook up with Lana Lane. I don't know if it's Kingdom Come Superman, but I know one of the Supermans marries Lana Lane in a different storyline. Okay. So that would be one thing I would like to do. Uh, that would be a good love interest for him. Uh, second is, who do you start off as a villain Forum and Kingdom Come, like on the HBO series. Right. What do you got in mind? Well, uh, Kingdom Come series, you have to have somebody dark and brutal. Okay, I, I think I think they're losing the idea of of the big behemoth of a fighter that they've always fought against and killing them off too easily. Right? I think he needs to have some type of not necessarily a, a Lex Luthor as we've always seen before, but a behemoth of a, a, a fighter against him. Maybe you could get Brainiac for Kingdom Come. Maybe. But again, I still think that's a little too much that they have to put in the series. Right? Yeah, true. As far, 
You know what I mean? That's a little too much they have to add in there. The graphics, the idealism, all that stuff like that, the imp you know, the input in there. I feel like that's a little too much for that. I don't know if it can work particularly or I don't know if it could be successful in that aspect. Right? So when it comes to that, I don't know if I want to do that. Now other fighters, Superman characters, I mean, there's a there's a tons load of characters that you can add on there. I'm not familiar too much with Superman villains per se. I was just actually about to look up uh, villains because just like you, I'm also curious to see what else can we come up with, you know, other than try and, right. Try not to look too much because I don't want you, lo- you know, leaving leaving the show. If you remember, you know, you that window may not be well. You know, you may get Hello, logged I get off. an Xbox. Oh, okay. There you go. Perfect. Well, villains-wise, I think uh, you could. In this case, now you could. Uh, what's his face? The metallic guy that has the kryptonite in his chest. Oh, um, that's uh, Metello. Metello. Okay. No lie. I think this would be a good scenario for Metello to come out. Okay, against Kingdom Come Superman to kind of, you know, remind him. That he is vulnerable in some way, shape, or form. And maybe Mattello could be, and it, depending on the actor that you choose for that, and depending on the, the concept of what you want to use to him being the villain and stuff, and how, you know, psychotic or something like that, you could definitely use that in this case because he could be a regular human and he could definitely go in the Daily Bugle and all that type of stuff like that and kind of implement himself in there in changing the narrative to how they see Superman maybe making the media go negative on them, right? So you Dude, can do that? something like that. Check this out. So I was looking at villains, and I found this guy known as Parasite. He's a mental oh, slacker. Yes. And janitor of a Pittsburgh STAR last facility, Rudy Jones, came in contact with the hazardous chemical, changing him into a Parasite. Mm-hmm. The Parasite would be an interesting villain for Superman, I believe, uh, especially for Kingdom Come. Right. That would be like, you need somebody to, who could test them, his will yes. to like continue. Right. Exactly. So, that'd be, uh, you know, it, and besides, with Kingdom Come, it could be a bunch of different type of villains. Like, what they did with Lois, you know, Superman and Lois, the villain, the villain at first seemed to be the futuristic Superman or the other multiverse Superman, I mean, uh, Lex Luthor. But it turned someone else. So you could do another concept like that, which makes sense. I'm okay with that. Maybe somebody from Krypton. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe the idea for Krypton that it wasn't just Superman that survived. If there were those type of people that integrated themselves for different planets and other people searching for different areas looking for planets to sustain Krypton, the idea of him being the solely only one left is shouldn't be voided out because you can clearly use the idea of multiple different type of Kryptonians that survived. And this case scenario that may not be related to Superman's family. And that could be different. And when they find out the history of what happened, thus begins the attack on Superman. So you could create a brand new character that kind of follows off of uh, General Zed, Lord General Zaz. I mean, General Zaz's um, idealism. idealism. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you could definitely add a, a bunch more stuff to this. So I, I think, 
it would be dope. I think it would be nice. Um, love interest wise, to uh, answer that villain question, but love interest wise, in this particular multiverse section here, this right here, after Lois Lane is now passed away, this is perfect for a Wonder Woman Superman love scene. Okay? I'm sorry. This is perfect for that. The Kingdom Wonder Woman, right? The Amazonian of all. A different style of a Wonder Woman, but more but more mili military standard, right? In this case, you could oh, definitely like have it. I wonder if they already have a Kingdom Come Wonder Woman. I want to check that out. Look okay. it up. Look it up. Let's let's put that post out there. What if? You know what I mean? Let's do oh, a what dude. if post the kingdom um, come. The way she looks is pretty badass. She looks like the one that Gal Gadot debuted, like that uh, armor that she had on. The dark one? Okay. So she had that armor that Gal Gadot wore in, uh, in the newest movie. Well, there you go. You could add her in there. You, she could be the one that's talking with her, with him and saying, look, 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 Clark. You know, I know, you know, things happen with Lois, and I know you may not be over her, but I'm just being a friend and all that type of stuff or whatever. You know, I'm here for you, da-da-da. Thus, you know, kind of begins the relationship with only only I understand how you are as a superhero, blah blah blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Oh, you can mix that up in there. Bad stuff. So I, I love that part. I want to see something like that. I think, you know, we're, we're kind of somewhere right there at the peak in, in the Zack Snyder first where you're going to see a Wonder Woman and, you know, Ben Affleck and the, his Batfleck have a, a type of a connection with each other now. And it's not bad. But again, oh, futuristically, no, you'll want to see. Okay, just keep coming off. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead, old man. It just opened the door for me. You know how, like, they're trying to do this flashpoint thing that's going to, like, fix all the uh, DC things up? But Ben Affleck still wants to play Batman, you know? Correct. But what if Ben Affleck ends up being... Because Kingdom Come Superman is a little older now. Ben Affleck is a little older, too. What if Ben Affleck ends up being Brandon Roth's Batman? No. Can't. How? When Henry Carville says. Oh, with everything being all flash-pointed out, I mean, everyone, everything is mixed up. Mm. Yes and no. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yeah, yes or no. I think maybe, I think maybe if you want to add the Superman, you would want to do the Kingdom Come with Michael Keaton's Batman. Or Christian Bale. Or Christian... Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that one. Yeah, I, I would probably pick a different Superman for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably do a Superman for that guy. But, you know, I would definitely see the idea of Michael Keaton because... Michael Keaton, remember that. Michael Keaton's Batman, they have to put in the sense of it was in the past. So going forward for the future, now let's say in this timeline scenario that these superhumans, that superheroes developed later in time. So the in his time frame, Batman was the only superhero on board. You didn't get a Superman. You didn't get, uh, you didn't get Flash. You didn't get Aquaman or any of those characters, right? So Michael Keaton's verse in the future develops the Superman, the Wonder Woman, the Aquaman. All those other characters that come on board happens later in time. So now 
you can have you know Batman be the the anchor to anchor to the future and him developing Batman Beyond to help out the future Kingdom Come Superman, the Kingdom Come Wonder Woman, the Kingdom Come Aquaman. Let him let Batman oh. Beyond be involved up in there, bad boy. You know what I mean? Like, come, oh, DC, please sign. Me. I'd be up to be part of the writers, you guys. I could, oh, we could tweak out this stuff real good. Oh, so just, damn, dude, that's pretty damn. good. Actually, I, would, I don't mind watching Batman Beyond team up with the Kingdom Come Superman. That'd be awesome, right? And let's put it this way: and this is a thought at the top of my head, everybody. I'm not. I didn't write this down. I didn't develop this just you know by looking at a thing and let me tweak out a few things no I, i'm coming out on board with this top of my head at all, november 27 at 9 50 p.m at night just talking it out with my home dog oh man rj this is just the, the creativity the mind that comes to life you guys and i think this is something that storyline wise everybody that people would love and enjoy definitely definitely would all right. And the one thing I, I would uh, I keep sending you off, I'm sorry. The one thing fine. I want to not cut you off on about, though, and that's very important. All right. You know how, like, at the end of every Superman movie, like, in the old school days, he would, like, fly around. They play the theme song, and then he'll, like, once he saves the day, the theme song plays, and it's like, you know that one? Yes. Dude, if I was a show, I would hold on to that song, and that play it at all until you're on the final episode of of the end of the season, you know. At the end of the season, that's when that song plays because finally Superman's coming in to save everything. Yeah, definitely. then, you have him finally at the end of the entire season one, you know, like at the end of every season, he goes up into the sky like he used to in the old movies, looks to the left, looks at the right, smiles at the camera and flies off and then the theme song plays. Yeah. Classic Superman scenario right there. I would be like, oh, damn. That's how you end the Superman show with Brendan Roth. Right. Exactly. So, it oh, just be excited. It would be exciting to see. I'd put it that way. And I, I like this idea. I really do like this idea. I enjoy this this thought process when it comes to possibly doing this Kingdom Come series. The window is open, especially with the fact that they want to add, you know what I mean, add a, um, Adam to Brandon Roth itself, Adam that También at Green Lantern series. You know what I mean? But again, they could, but remember, the Green Lantern series, now their timeline is based off of possibly two as well. Oh, actually, no, I don't know their timeline. That's a good idea. I'll have to look that up. Uh, huh. Or, uh, you know what? Not not that Green Lantern, but uh, the Green Lantern from The Flash. Uh-huh. Uh, John, what's yeah. his name? I forgot his name. He's becoming the Green Lantern. Yeah. John Stewart. I like the Kingdom Come with John Stewart. Let's put it that way. John Stewart involved in the Kingdom Come Superman and him being involved a lot more than anything. I like that idea. I like that. The, DC you. is. DC is jacking things up with not involving Green Lantern a lot more in the TV show and movie series. They really are messing this up. They need to add bring him. a brand new actor as Aquaman. Yes, exactly. You need to add him. You need to add him. Look, uh, the idea of them not using utilizing Green Lantern, especially with the Spaceverse, is really 
I don't know, dumbfounded by me. Let's put it that way. But I like I like it though. All right, yeah, old man, let's 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 move let's on before on. we cut. Yeah, let's keep moving before we start bringing up ideas and stuff like this. <laughs> so, moving along, second thing on the board, everybody, Holly Berry. Okay, just recently did her, you know, Netflix movie, uh, for like a top possible like a you know scenario of a UFC fighter thing. She did her own little verse there. In a, in a recent interview, they asked about what would you do, what movie would you have another shot at, right? They basically, or she basically answered the question with, I would love to get another shot at Catwoman, possibly directing and acting at it again. All right? Oh, man, RJ, what do you think about this? Dude, I don't blame her. I mean, like I said before, Sometimes it's not the actor. I mean, look at Jared Leto. Leto, uh, under David Ayer, his Joker was like, what the heck am I watching? Stupid. Under Zack Snyder, his Joker had you second-guessing yourself when he's talking. And not second-guessing yourself like, is you know, what's he about to, oh, what's he doing? No, you're asking, who's he about to kill? What's he going to do? Right. Why is this guy there with them? In my mind, I was asking myself the whole time, what is Batman doing with this guy? Yes, exactly. And that's what I think Holly Berry's Catwoman deserves a second chance. And now she wants to direct it, as she's saying. Um, Correct. There's a good chance she's trying to redeem a role that she knew she could have done better. But, you know, they held her back, so... In my opinion, I want to see what she does. I'm, I'm like, hey, you know, the door's open. Get in there, close it, start directing. Get a good editor. Get a good fight team. Get a good writing team, and right. show us what you got. Agreed. And I would love the idea. I love the idea. Oh man, I love the idea of her wanting this role back again. And let's be honest. It's about time. With everything coming on board where, you know, people saying they want an air cut. Why? I don't know. They're psychotic. But, you know, they want an air cut. They they got a redid of Zack Snyder's verse of Justice League, which was phenomenally ten times as better as Josh Whedon's verse. Okay? And, you know, these it's starting to open up the door of what could have been if it was done differently. And especially with, even at that, let's be honest, with Marvel doing a What If series on Disney+, Plus, even at that, again, kind of added on the layer of the cake there with What If we've kind of done this. It made that, it made those ideas possible, right? And with Catwoman, let's be honest, the movie came out in a time frame of horrible superhero movies. It was a, a, a shit list, let's be honest, okay? Honestly, uh, a shit list of superhero movies at this point right now. You had the Hulk, that wasn't very good. Daredevil okay. was uh, uh, what yeah. the Hulk with um with uh, Eric Banner. Oh, okay. Eric Banner. Yeah, yeah Eric uh, Banner. The only thing I liked about it is Jennifer Connelly, and that's because I took out a major crush on her. That's all. But, yeah, but it I wasn't just... really. You know what I mean? It wasn't successful. It wasn't that successful. The issue with Elektra, Daredevil. Uh, Marvel had at that point, if I'm not mistaken, uh, what else did they have? Oh, Spider-Man three, at that point probably, if I if I was around the same time frame, DC had 
Jonah Hex. DC had uh, what was the other one? Superman Returns. That was a little. Um, so it wasn't. There's a there's a couple more. I know there's a couple more superhero movies. I think I think Blade also had Blade Part Two. That was probably a little uh, questionable. No, the third one some was bad. Right, third uh, one was bad. But the time frame, if I'm not mistaken, when the Catwoman came out, the 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 it came out in 2004. So that was again. That was uh, Elektra, the Daredevil series and stuff like that. That type of Daredevil verse or whatever that came out. That was kind of piggyback off of that. So it really did do very so well. Here are all the movies that came out in two thousand and four. So check it out. Spider Man two. Yeah, that was good. Okay, Blade Trinity. That's why you said it sucked. Gotcha. Yes. Um, Catwoman. Yeah, so, it was on the list. The only ones that sucked out of 2004 is Catwoman and Blade Trinity. Um, no, not but, sure about uh, Hellboy. Hellboy was part one. Incredible. Hellboy was, part was questionable. Credibles um, was. Wait, Credibles? Yeah. Disney? Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about superhero stuff. Okay, so then you the have uh, Spider Man 2 was pretty good. Ben uh-huh. Helsing. Eh, again, it didn't, it didn't hit the fans good. You know what I mean? So you gotta look. Uh, we gotta look at as if it, yeah. it did it touch the fans enough for them to have a successful slate. They didn't argue. Ar- people argued that how bad they were in the movie biz, and Catwoman was one of those movies that were on was part of that slate. So one, the director wasn't. Uh, it seemed the direction of it was not great. The, the media part of it was starting to kind of pick up because you had Holly Berry. You had some, you know, besides her coming from X-Men, now you had, she was getting gaining momentum there with X-Men. Now she goes into DC and she, who's the character to bring on? Catwoman. I did not have a problem with her becoming Catwoman. What I had a problem with was it being a solo movie and how do you develop the solo movie? The idea was almost there but the execution was horrible okay so now you have new directors you have a new clean slate what you would want to do if i was holly berry okay you bring it back this character she can still play this role direction wise bring in people that are involved in zach snyder's vision okay because you could add Holly Bear's Catwoman to Batflex verse. They're around the same age. It's not like as if she's 10 years older, 10 years younger. They're around the same age. When you have them on screen with each other. There you go. So you have her in the verse. You have her involved in there. You get those type of storytelling ideas from Zack Snyder and evolve him of being a back producer or just to help her with the verse and put him put that out there. She is great at acting. She is a great actress. She's great at directing. In her movies that she's produced or partly produced, they've been good. Okay? The 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 storytelling of it's been good. It's just during that time frame when Catwoman first came out, it just didn't have the proper backing. The the again, the movie, the where the direction was, 
just didn't mesh well. You could tell that there were a lot of editing. There was a lot of editing to it. And if I'm not mistaken, Warner Brothers has a hard issue with giving out the proper, you know, movie slate. They always want to go back in and do a little stupid tweaks, which then messes things up. So I can tell that this is a scenario in that case or whatever. They they were at fault to death, right? So now yeah. leave her alone. Give her the team that she deserves. I'm sure that this Catwoman would be beneficial. And if it does, where's it going to go? Oh, man. HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, uh, just to answer your question and to chime off of what you said about Zack Snyder, with her being Selena Kyle, dude, all you need is a Poison Ivy. You already have a Harley Quinn. You have the Gotham City Sirens right there. Exactly. And what else? And also, she could be uh, Ben Affleck's, like, Selena Kyle. So she's going to be, uh, probably could show up in Ben Affleck's Batman movie, like the Arkham City type of style. So she could play off into that, you know, like, now with her doing that, if she ends up being that Selena Kyle of the Snyderverse, you're going to be able to utilize her more and add her into other films and add her um, into other storylines. So I kind of like, is. you know, if this does work out like that, like you're saying, that would be perfect. Thank you. Thank you. It just, it it's cohesive. And again, it just didn't have the proper, you know, it just came out, it came out at the wrong time. It really did. And we all have to understand that during that time frame, there wasn't really that many superhero films that were had a good track record. Even at that, oh, Ghost Rider was another one. When Ghost Rider came out for Marvel, it didn't do as well as they wanted to do, right? It didn't do as great. It it fans were they enjoyed it, but again, it really till this day, like we said before, there were it's not really mentioned, and they could have they could have used. That Ghost Rider, which a lot of people appreciate Nicolas Cage version of it, and they could use that version into the new MCU verse. They, they, some fans want that. I do. I was okay with Nicolas Cage being Ghost Rider, but again, if you watch the film, there's a few different things you would want to tweak. Which that's the problem. That's the same type of question you would do when you watch Catwoman. There's a few things you definitely would want to tweak that it just didn't make sense in the film. It just seemed like a lacklustered feature, and that's a problem. But going forward, Catwoman could definitely, if if I was Holly Berry, be smart on your team, your visioning team, the graphics team, the, the people that are producing it, the actors and actresses now are Ten times as better as they were before, so why not put that out there? I give I give it to Holly Berry. I would love to see this. I would definitely am excited to see something like this, old man. Me too. I I would love to see what she does because she's a good actress, and um, I haven't seen her new movie yet. I've been actually interested in watching it, so I want to give it a little peek and see how good it is. But yes, definitely uh, both work. It was pretty good. Knowing both her work. fighting skills and all, like mm-hmm. how she. She uh, gives herself to the character, you know. She's an Oscar-winning actress. Yeah. Right. Especially what she did for uh, John Wick 3. Right? Exactly. Like, what she did with that, you know. So, right now is a good time for her to show, you know, I can still be an A-list actress that I'm supposed to be no matter what age I'm in. 
Exactly. That's one thing that, you know, has to be seen is Holly Berry is still beautiful at her age and she's still uh, smart and she still has this kick-ass mentality now. I'm like, dude, with her doing Catwoman, it's like, damn, let's do it. I want to watch it. Kick-ass, you know, go out there. Exactly, exactly. Definitely would have to agree with you on that part. And it just, you get a shot for it, but go ahead, man. One question for you. One question for you. Would you want her to change the Catwoman suit, or should she keep it the way she is? Well, let's put it this way. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there was a celebrity that dressed up as her Catwoman suit, okay? So I think it has some type of, um, you know, charisma at this point right now. It does have some type of fan-favorite, enjoyable standard to it. You know what I mean? Like, they they like it. They like the fan. They like the costume. I can't remember who... Who wore it for Halloween that people were enjoyed by it? That really did like it. If I'm mistaken, Rihanna did, or oh, let's see, I, f- I forgot. I really did forget. Oh man, I'm getting old like you know, forgetting stuff. It's ridiculous. Hey, you know, history, man. Yeah, who was it? Celebrity that dressed okay. up as cat as uh, Holly Bear's Catwoman. I'm trying to see if there's a picture of her. She posted it, I think, on her Instagram. So I'm trying to see if I can find that. Exactly, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, we liked we liked the picture. Swati, Swale, Swati, Swakiti, Swatai, or something. Also, it's S A W E E T I E. Oh no, fans! Those who are those who are involved in all that stuff, you let me know. Comment below. Let us know who that person is. I'm not really into the, you know, into the new days people let's put it this way i'm too old for that <laughs> but it, again if for for that particular celebrity to wear holly berry's catwoman costume that means people actually enjoy it and it has some type of uh potential so i'm okay with the costume maybe some tweaks here and there to benefit uh you know momentum mobileness you would have to say if anything when it comes to you know holly berry moving around in it so that's I think that's something that they would probably want to tweak out for sure. Very good. Okay, <clears throat> last topic. I think they did uh, do a few tweaks on the costume, though. I just want to add that to it. Gotcha. The girl on the show. Um, so I was just watched the Holly Berry uh, uh, Instagram post that she did, and uh-huh. the girl actually added boots instead of uh, like I think it was like open toe shoes that Holly Berry wore, and this one Heels. actually had a. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she had wore heels. heels. Right. And this girl had like some pretty nice boots on that, like looked better. So okay. uh whatever the girl did, the suit looked way better for her, and I think Holly Berry could go with that. Right. I don't think if I was Holly Berry, I wouldn't go with the pants, the leather pants per se. I think I would probably make it to tights. You know what I mean? To kind of yeah. help with the with the boots thing. And it, it just would make more I don't know, it'd make more sense. It would be more cooler, put this way. So I would probably go with that, too. My opinion. Yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, let's go from there. Let's take it easy with that and hope to see more news about that going forward because I'm excited to see what would happen. Definitely would agree that HBO Max would be the beneficial place for it to go to and um, for her to get her shot. I think she gets. I think she deserves a redo for sure. So I, I, I believe old man RJ believes that, too, as well, right? Yes, I believe. I mean, this is an actress 
asking for a chance to redeem, kind of like Leto, you know, she's asking a chance to redeem uh, herself from a role that she felt like she did enough, but didn't, wasn't, how you say it? like, she was restricted in her role. Right. So she knew she could have done better. And now she's going to direct it, so she's like, let me give you my vision of the yep. character. Exactly how uh, Jared Leto gave you his vision of the Joker with a better director in Zack Snyder. That's right. Well, I'd agree. That's all I got uh, put there. Yep, definitely agree. <clears throat> definitely agree with that. All right, guys, moving along to the last topic on board, everybody. It's Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm sorry, Jurassic World. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> used to say Jurassic Park, but the series is called Jurassic World, everybody. Jurassic World Dominion decided to drop a prologue just like aliens did when they did uh, uh, the last recent alien movie. And um, it the prologue itself, oh man, it seemed decent. It showed, you know, the history in the past of what happened with the dinosaurs, but then dropped another T-Rex versus and T-Rex dying. All right. Uh, what do you think about that, old man? I like how this connects to the original Jurassic Park movie where um, the mosquito bit into the T-Rex. And I think that's the mosquito that they used to build, rebuild the dinosaurs in the Jurassic Park film in the first one. So I like how this keeps, keeps tying back to the original film, knowing that we're going to get the original actors in this one and to begin with, you know? So that was right. pretty cool. Uh, second part, that T-Rex keeps getting destroyed everywhere he, he goes nowadays. Back then, he was like right. a head honcho. Now he's like, you. no, you know, let's show you the that there's more dinosaurs for you to be afraid of. Right, exactly. They're saying, oh, no, there's a better dinosaur than T-Rex. Like, hold on a minute, man. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, T-Rex was the, you know, the guy to go after in in the Jurassic World. I don't believe that there was any dinosaur that was better than the T-Rex. And it just seems like because they want to keep, you know, developing and enhancing enhancing new, you know, dinosaurs, they want to make it bigger and better than T-Rex. And he keeps getting beat up. Ridiculous. I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like that idea. Uh, I wish T-Rex would, you know, like he did in the first movie, show his respect in Jurassic World, when he fought off the fought off the remake and the adjustment to a dinosaur, a pr like a you know to to the guy to the to the to the bad one, basically I forgot his name, but uh, you know he beat him up, took him took him downtown, you know what I'm talking about, showed him some respect, and uh, it just I don't know sucks, it kind of sucks from my head. He was like right there, he looked at him, he was just like you know before the main. Uh... The like the um, YouTube version of the T Rex got destroyed. He looked at yeah. him like, "My name is not T Rex no more. It's T F and Rex." Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, show me respect. You know what I'm talking about? And I think that's something that uh, I think they're gonna have to do in this film. I think he's gonna redeem himself. But again, the T Rex itself was—if you looked at him, he had hair on him, which is weird. A lot of people are saying that, you know, that. Those those type of dinosaurs had feathers and stuff like that on them. Like they were more like bird-like characters than anything, and it's you know interesting to say the least. It's very. I guess kind of they're trying to make it more uh, close to how they. 
Right. They're trying to re-imaging things like that. Or it could be, you know, maybe the T-Rex was old and stuff like that, and he got that's how he got beat up or whatever. But the idea in it, it's it's there. It's there. I like the prologue. I really do because I did like it when I did it for Aliens. It gave you like a, a beginning story of what's, what, what's to come, you know, what's what to look forward to in the movie. And especially when it comes to the whole DNA aspect of, you know, the mosquito and stuff like that. I agree with you where they're trying to pay homage to it, to the original, which is also great, too, because the first one was always better than anything. Um, but it also wants to reintroduce the connection to Jurassic World, which then leads into, you know, the new set, the new trilogies. And I like it. I really do like it. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it, to be honest. I really am. Yeah, me too, because this one, at least they're on... They're online with people now, so I want to see how how this plays out. Right, exactly. It's a little different than part two, and um, it actually I think it's going to be more intense. They, it looks like the dinosaurs are going to be a lot more roaming around, and we're going to see them uh, definitely roam around with people nowadays, and how it would be different with the, you know with science and you know technology wise, and how they're going to be interacting with the with everyone else around the world, which kind of led to, which I like that they did with T-Rex is do a, um, a drive-in movie theater, which then again, that's Jurassic now too, as well. Not a lot of people would like to do that thing now, huh? Mm. And, uh, so, now at the, uh, at the drive-in theater thing, we're going to be like, no, no, I don't want a T-Rex to appear anywhere soon. Right, Let's exactly. avoid this. Yeah, exactly. So I like I like the idea. I like the concept. Um, it's very interesting. I I, I enjoyed the prologue, and uh, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with Dress World. That movie right there. Uh, my kids like watching it. I like watching it. I'm a big fan of um, Jurassic series, so I, I really do want to see what's happening next. Yeah, me too. I'm actually way down for it. I want. Yep. I've been. Yeah, I've been a fan of Jurassic World. I mean, when I went to. Uh... So you know the studios and I heard they're going to have a Jurassic Park uh, ride that they had one. That was yeah. one of the first things I wanted to ride. And then my whole entire concept became, let's create a Jurassic Park itself. I was like, right. if they could do that, I would love to stay in a, like, in a hotel based on Jurassic Park. I'd be like, damn, this is cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm ecstatic to see that. I really am. I really am interested to see what's going to happen next with the with that prologue cuz there was, you know, it just hypes it gives us momentum for the new movie to come on board and I think this what what they're trying to say is that this one's going to be way more intense, way more evolved. It's going to hit us, you know, us fans differently than the other films were, you know, or did. So I'm intrigued to see. I'm definitely intrigued to see what's going to happen. Yes, senior. All right, old man. Well, I think that's the last topic on board, everybody. Appreciate you guys for joining in. As always, to be Tony the Kid signing off on board. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, of course, around the world, everybody. So thank you all for joining us. Remember to Google us, rejectrundown.com, and you'll see all our inputs there. Oh man, RJ, leave it up to you, man. Okay, so I am going to later on one day do a full episode of a Jurassic World Resort. Theme park and everything. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to do it. You're going to love it because I did it. And you're going to be like, wow, this is great. 
because the old man did it and the old man knows what he's talking about. They're going to oh, be like, wow, what did the old man talk about yesterday that was so awesome? And then you're going to tell your friends to listen to it and your friends' friends to listen to it. Your friends' 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 gardener to listen to it. It's going to get <laughs> everywhere. And you're going to love me for it. And okay. the name on everybody's list is going to be Roxy. It's an old song. It's going to be Roxy? Um, yes, it's an old song from a, from a Chicago. You gotta, okay. you gotta learn these things about this the type of things, Tony the Kid. Yeah, sorry, I don't know all that. Yeah, you might be right. Okay. Y'all have all a right. good night. All right. You take care, big man. <laughs> <laughs>